everyone, and welcome to episode nine of the Hope Sessions podcast. My name is Kristen Torres, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor at Hope Christian Counseling in Boca Raton, Florida. I'm really glad you decided to join me again. I'm continuing my series in the Psalms, and today we're going to be talking about some key points from my blog titled To Lament. I hope that you'll be encouraged and that you may even consider a different perspective about your life or your situation. Before we get started, please remember, anything I say on this podcast does not constitute or take the place of advice from your doctor or therapist, or maybe you're looking for a therapist. If you're in Florida, please feel free to visit my website to schedule an appointment at hccounseling.com or feel free to call me at 954-376-4994. There's also a link on the hope-sessions.com site. I'd be happy to work with you or help you find someone who can help if it's not me. All right, let's get started. I've chosen three points for my blog that I'd like to focus in on today. Let's start out talking about what a lament is. According to the Random House Unabridged Dictionary in 2018, a lament is an expression of grief or sorrow. The Psalms, as we've been talking about, are full of songs of lament, where the psalmist is crying out to God in sorrow, grief, and regret, feeling alone, sometimes persecuted, lost, angry, grief-stricken, and more. Maybe you're lamenting something or someone right now, a lost relationship, job, a diagnosis, an illness, or maybe even a loved one, or maybe you're feeling far from the Lord like he has forgotten you. Maybe in your situation, you have been avoiding your emotions. You have been trying to keep busy or distracted to not face how you're really feeling. We can, we can do this by watching TV, spending too much time on social media, overeating, overspending, maybe using drugs or alcohol to numb yourself. All the while, your emotions are stuffed deeper inside. Sometimes this avoidance of dealing with and expressing our deeper emotions comes out in petty arguments and picking fights, feeling on edge and irritated. Meanwhile, the answer for relief is in being willing to acknowledge how you're really feeling which is why, of course, there's so much focus that I have had on my, in my blogs and podcasts on the Psalms and our emotions, how we're feeling. Ironically, much of the time, our deep emotions, including anger and disappointment, are not with the people we pick fights with, but they're really with God. Why do you think the Lord included Psalms of Lament in the Bible? Have you thought of that before? Maybe there's a reason why lamenting is shared with us in the Psalms. Maybe it's an example for us. I want you to think of something. I don't believe that God fears our honesty in coming to Him. It's us who fear coming to God honestly. Consider this quote from theologian D.A. Carson. There is no attempt in Scripture to whitewash the anguish of God's people when they undergo suffering. They argue with God. They complain to God. They weep before God. Theirs is not a faith that leads to dry-eyed stoicism, but to faith so robust it wrestles with God. The second point I'd like to make, it's Let's go ahead and look at an example of a lament from the Bible. 
This is Psalm 13. It's a shorter psalm, and I acknowledge that in my blog as well. Um, I chose this because it fits well into a blog, but there are many, many examples of this in the psalms. Um, Again, Psalm 13, to the choir master, a psalm of David. Verse 1, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord, my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. In the first few verses, David starts with an immediate question and an accusation. Is it going to take God forever to remember him? That's what he's asking. He's accusing God also right there of forgetting him. He describes trying to figure things out on his own, which has left him feeling dark and sorrowful. uh, sorrowful. He feels as if his enemies are basically winning. In verses 3 and 4, David petitions God to remember him, to not allow him to waste away. He asks God to... liven him, put the life back in him. David explains that it would be wrong for his enemy, or in this context, for evil to win or to have the victory. And finally, in verses five and six, David reminds both God and him of God's faithfulness. And I I mean this here, that he's reminding God and he's reminding himself. He's stating with confidence that things will be okay as God has been faithful to him in the past. And so David declares that he will continue to praise and trust God. As I was saying before, Psalm 13 is one of the shortest laments in the book of the Psalms. And so it works well in the context of a blog. But please don't miss the significance of David's experience expressed here. Once again, we don't know how long it really took David to go from asking where God was and saying that he has been forgotten to choosing to trust God to come through. Many of the Psalms follow a similar format, starting with desperate cries to the Lord and ending in praise, but not all Psalms of lament do. Some Psalms express the psalmist's anguish, which they poured out to the Lord for many verses with no expression of resolution or praise at the end. And that may be where you're at today. And that's okay. It's honest. But let me ask you, and this is my final point, um, how do you relate? Do you feel as if God has left you? My encouragement to you is to tell him how you feel. Are you exhausted trying to figure out what to do or how to respond? Tell him how you feel. Do you feel like your enemies have the upper hand, like they're winning? Tell him how you feel. If it's difficult to say it, consider writing your own psalm. We have 150 psalms in the Bible as examples. And I've given this assignment to clients before when they had run out of ideas or words to say and when they have been in anguish, I've encouraged them to write their own psalms. Use the psalmist's words or write your own. Or consider writing a letter to God or draw a picture or tell him out loud. He's made each of us uniquely and you should communicate with him in the way that feels most natural to you. However it's packaged, I encourage you to express to God what you need to say. 
As always, if you're feeling overwhelmed or you're not even sure where to begin, I encourage you to reach out to a pastor, therapist, or trusted friend. You aren't alone. We've come to the end of our message today. Thank you again for listening in. Please join me next week as we continue through the Psalms and our emotions.